Welcome to the podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Angela. And today we... Oh my gosh, Angela, my thumb is green. Is yours? Oh gosh, it is. Sounds like we got a gardening episode on our hands. Well, today we're talking about all the products to satisfy even the greenest of thumbs. Angela has a scoop on how your grow zone can impact your garden strategy and just what a grow zone is. And we're going to answer some common questions that customers might be having about their experience with gardening on Grove. But Angela, just like plants, we got to start somewhere. So take us from seedling to sprout and kick us off. First up, Hamama has been a crowd pleaser since joining Grove and offers indoor seed quilts focusing on sprouts. So these are individually wrapped or a variety pack of five. So you can grow kale sprouts, broccoli sprouts, radish sprouts, and a salad green sprout mix. Talk about farm to table. Not to mention, they also offer whole grow kits, complete with a reusable tray and a really snazzy bamboo frame. Check out their newest addition, Green Onions. From farm to table to spade to fork, Spade to Fork is a newcomer to the site that offers a variety of grow kits and everything you need to start a garden. They've got you covered from kits for an organic vegetable garden, salsa vegetables, herbs, and more. You can also check out their all-purpose or transplanting fertilizers to give your veg an extra edge. We have Back to the Roots is another brand new brand for us. It offers so many unique gardening kits like terrariums, self-watering kits, or normal indoor gardening kits. They are also the only brand that offers a mushroom kit. But you know what I'm the most excited about, Zach? What's that? The Water Garden Duo. It's basically a fish tank that uses hydroponics to create a low-maintenance, self-watering planter for growing bamboo, succulents, and houseplants. No way. That's so cool. Yes way. And if you choose to add a fish, it does not come with said fish to your water garden. You get to experience the magic of aquaponics. The fish waste fertilizes the plants on top and the plants clean the water. So fewer water changes are required, which means you can just sit back and enjoy the circle of life. Well, speaking of circle of life, you know what's part of life? Growing. And that just happens to be the topic of our next segment. Angela, before we started recording, you were talking about how you recently got into growing your own plants and vegetables over the past year. How's that been going for you? It's great. Like any hobby, there was definitely a learning curve. And of course, I'm still learning. But one piece of advice I would give to anyone starting a garden is to really know your planting zone, also known as a grow zone. What exactly is a planting zone? So yeah, the USDA created the Plant Hardiness Zone Map to provide a standard of climate conditions relevant to plant growth and survival and used to define what plants grow best in what areas. So what exactly do the plant zones tell us when we're trying to start a garden? Planting zones tell us the soil temperatures of a specific area. So telling you when the average first and last frost of your region is. By understanding which zone that you're located in, you can find out which plants grow best in your area and when to set them outside to grow them. But Zach, do you want to hear a secret? You know I love gossip. Well, I don't know if this counts as gossip, but everyone in the contiguous United States lives in a zone three or higher and has at least 123 days of growing season, which means most vegetables will grow where people live. You can find your grow zone by searching by your zip code. Wow, that I had no clue. And I think one of those intimidating parts about gardening is just getting started. And that's a really great resource to help beginners along the way. The best part, Zach, is that Grove also offers a lot of great options to help you manage your garden, too. Right, you are, Angela. So let's get started with Arbor. Brand new to the site, they, like Grove, offer concentrates. First up is the bioprotectant, which simulates growth and safeguards your outdoor garden with powerful biological plant extracts. And they offer a biofungicide, which protects against fungus, mold, mildew, and rot. We also have the bioinsecticide that's harmless to beneficial insects and pollinators and helps your plant thrive. 
You can grow plants, not pests, with over 20 natural compounds that are effective against the smallest yet mightiest of pests. And of course, plant food. This protein-infused booster is made from recycled supermarket food waste. This nourishing supplement supports overall soil fertility for greener, thicker leaves, more blooms, and deeper roots. And although I'm not the expert here, but I do know that for optimal results, you would use it during your regular watering cycle. And because it's a concentrate, a little bit goes a long way. So you're always going to dilute it with water relevant to the size of your watering can or whatever else you might be using for your garden. All right, Angela. So what about the soil that we put our vegetables in? Do we have anything to offer for that? Absolutely. We do have a brand called Good Dirt and they offer indoor potting soil, outdoor potting soil, and some plant food as well. For those looking to do some planting in the great outdoors or the wide open indoors, turn to good dirt outdoor or indoor potting mixes. These soil mixes make gardening and planting super easy by giving you the foundation you need to get things growing. Angela, speaking of that, can you use outdoor potting soil for indoor plants or, you know, the other way around? Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, in some cases, if you just need a little scoop more, it's absolutely fine to mix them up. But if you're planning to plant indoor plants, you need to find potting mix that's made specifically for indoor use. You don't want to use outdoor soils because they're heavier and may not give your plants the air, moisture, and nutrients they need to thrive inside. Oh, thanks for that. Well, the last brand we want to touch on is Modern Sprout, who offers a variety of grow kits, plant nutrients, and garden tools like their Brass Mister and Garden Shears. The Brass Mister is perfect for humidity or water-sensitive plants, and it's especially recommended for seed starting and sprout growth, as it provides just enough moisture without rotting the roots or oversaturating the soil. The garden shears feature a high carbon steel blade with a needle nose tip to make them useful for both indoor and outdoor plants. Angela, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask a few questions, try and stump you, bring back an old segment of the PPQ, physical product questions, because I've seen a lot of common reviews for Modern Sprout and some of the other gardening brands that the soil might be developing mold, some of their seeds aren't sprouting, stuff like that. First, why wouldn't seeds grow? Why, why might a customer be experiencing that? So if seeds don't appear in two to three weeks, that's kind of what people have as a basic understanding. There could be a few reasons why. So in some cases, plant sprouts take longer depending on the sort of plant you're growing. So just a little spoiler alert that you can find that seed sprouting information in the Grove Collaborative Product Guide on the mm-hmm. KB. But the seeds also may have been planted too deep, the growing medium might be too dry or too wet, or the temperature it's growing in is too low. It all depends on the type of climate you live in, back to those grow zones. So the growing experience will vary. All right, all right. And shout out to Julia and Jen for keeping that product guide up to date, and you, of course, Angela. But I am going to try and stump you now, and I already alluded to this before, but why would plants or soil start to develop mold? Yeah, so that's a great question. If mold does start to develop, specifically white mold, it's generally harmless to humans and animals. It might stifle plant growth, but sometimes it's harmless. However, it's likely the product of overwatering. Mold can also develop because the climate is too humid or the location of the plant is not well ventilated. All you have to do is gently wipe it off with a soft cloth, or you actually, if it's a very low layer, you can mix it around with, say, um, a fork or something, and limit the amount you water your plants to keep it growing. Folks, she is too good. For all of that and more, you can check out the product guide or the PDP for some of our individual gardening products. 
You know what else? Can I say one more thing that I love to do? Oh yeah. I would highly encourage any home gardeners follow the brands we have on the site on Instagram. There are always so many useful videos on how to grow, how to repot. There's also some great um, Instagram influencers. One of my favorites, her name is Plantina and she talks a lot about home gardening as well. And we will link to those Instagram pages in the KB as well. Thank you for the tip, Angela. And thank you for getting us to the end of the episode. Remember to always leave a review. And if you have any questions about the things discussed in this podcast, leave a comment on the KB page. And at the bottom of the very KB page will be the links to the brands and the Instagram pages that we mentioned in this episode, as well as any resources such as those grow zones that you can use to research more on these topics. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to tune in next time and keep up the good work.